1: Today, I'm excited to be talking to Matthew and Nasser, who are the co-founders of Sunday Grids. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Hey,
2: thanks, Matt. Yeah, lucky to find somebody else with the same name.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's we've
2: been pe- talking about with a single T.
1: <laughs> for people that don't realize, it is very rare to have a Matthew with one T in the world. And it just so <laughs> happens that on this podcast, there are two Matthews with one T's which is a, a pretty crazy, for, I'm, I, like it's happened like once before on the podcast, which is, I think is hilarious. Um, so the, the, this podcast isn't about, you know, the rarity of, of, of one team apps. It is about Sunday Grids. So for those that don't know what you're working on, what what is Sunday Grids? What's your company?
2: All right. So we are basically like a virtual solar energy company. What we basically do is what we found out is that, especially in India, that's where we're based at at the moment, is that a lot of people can't go solar because, A, the barrier to entry is quite high. And also, when you look at the demographics who are really interested in some, something like going solar, having rooftop solar, they're usually people who are in urban environments and who are mostly apartment dwellers. And I guess this is true almost across the globe as well. So what we realized is most of these folks, they couldn't go solar, especially because they do not own the roof above, right? It's probably there are like a hundred people who are living in the same apartment building. So what we basically do is that we are trying to host this panels Like it's basically instead of panels on your roof, we put panels elsewhere and then the power generated from it either goes to a uh, secondary third party or it goes to the grid and you basically get paid for it. So essentially it works exactly the same as net metering in solar. And net metering is basically where your power is put to the grid, and you consume power from the grid, and the difference is subtracted, and you pay lesser eventually for your power. So it's basically another alternative to having solar and battery. So it's ours works mostly in the same way, just that instead of solar instead of it being on your roof, it's elsewhere. So one other way to look at it is that there are particularly two advantages in doing this kind of a format. One is usually when you do solar on your rooftop, you basically how to get the full package for your place or you can uh but what with our system you can basically we are down portioning it into tiny fragments to, into tokens uh fractionized tokens of solar assets and we call them biscuits so yeah so a biscuit is basically around 10 watts so you can basically what happens now is you can get a very significantly smaller portion of the solar panel so you can start small and you can keep building as you want to go it's, uh, it's as easy as just going and signing up and plugging into one. That's as simple as it. So what we do in the background is we go, we find this third-party host, people who are ready to host, mostly commercial consumers, and we go put in solar for them and post that. They consume the energy that is generated from the panels, and they then pay you for the amount of biscuits that you put into the system. Nasir, do you want to add something more to it? Yeah, the, that's about it. and in terms of technical, uh, 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 when you look at it the other way, or uh, since the systems are posted at a large scale, um, so an average buyer can uh, eventually own more solar for the lesser price, uh, so that way they can earn more out of it and uh, it's a virtual solar system like uh, to summarize it up. It's a virtual solar system.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like the, so what to kind of understand it, so so I, I I just a couple questions to help help me better understand. So if I wanted to use this, you know, mm-hmm. use this product, so I would um find someone else with a solar panel, and then I would like pay for that, and then I would get the benefits of like if that solar panel was on my own building. Is that correct? And if not, can you kind of clarify for me?
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. that's exactly how it works. just that you just have to deal with us. We will find the host and we would plug it in. You don't have to actually go and find somebody else. We would be the aggregator sort of the person who basically ties in both the communities together. So you can come to our platform, figure out how much biscuits you want or how much solar you want. You can choose your amount and put it up and we would then use, uh, you can fund it. And then we could usually potentially use that to get uh, installed solar panels elsewhere. And exactly what you said happens. You basically get the benefits of solar as it is on your own roof.
1: How do you guys decide to work on this? I guess, like, what's the origin of the story? It's such a unique idea. Kind of, can one of you share, like, how you got started with it?
2: (laughs) So it uh, goes back to my time in uh, college. So part of my, like, graduation project was basically we were figuring out different ways to do solar and we ended up with agrivoltaics basically cross uh, cross do um solar and agriculture together so we got this interested in this idea and then um so then i shifted to bangalore uh which is another big city in india so we shifted to bangalore and then uh what i wanted to do over there was work in the solar space for because i knew back then that this is what i wanted to do and so we wanted to discover on uh, the operations and saying, and those with solar and the industry in general. That is when uh, I met Nasser, even he was working in the same nonprofit solar company that we, uh, he, was, he was working there as an electrical engineer. I came in as an industrial designer and we met and we started talking about this idea about, hey, what if we do agrivoltaics? Uh, from the issue is not about like a generation issue. It's that most it's still not accessible for a lot of many people um so that's when we thought oh how can we de it in a way that more people can get access to it at much cheaper price point and still get the benefits of it so that's where we had this conversation we were like hey you know what we could probably use the internet to sort of like funnel this through and then we were like yeah that sounds like a great idea and then we started jotting down like what could go how could it work out and yeah that's how we started
1: and kind of Right now, who are the people that you'd like using this? Like, who's your target market? Is it anywhere in the world? People specifically in India? Who can who can get started with with something like what you're building?
2: Yeah. So, So, yeah. Go ahead. No. uh, like okay yeah uh for the early beta stage uh, we're actually planning to just host it for the indian market at the moment and then uh yeah they the eventually uh, the idea is to go global about this and reach out to different markets and uh get in people and also add like bundled services for this um yeah
1: for yeah. sure it's um and and also like another question like this is a I don't even know how to ask it, but like, how how is this even technically possible? Obviously, it is because you're building it, but like, it seems like magic, right? It seems like you, you're able to plug into a solar system that is not yours and uh, get the benefits of it. Can can one of you describe if you're open to and if unless it shares your secret sauce, like how are you even able to do this? Because I think it's like a great idea, and like I don't know how it works. Can you kind of share like how how it's even possible?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, no, I was like thinking you would go for it. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. So basically the way we work on this is um, as you, as you mentioned, we put it on other roofs, right? So uh, this is true. Probably everywhere, but we'll talk specifically from the Indian markets point of view. So you basically the consumer, like energy consumers are divided into two categories. You have the residential consumers and the industrial and commercial consumers, right? So these commercial consumers pay a larger tariff on power than let's say residentials do. Residentials are actually subsidized. So basically the way we are doing is we are looking, focusing into the asymmetry that happens over there. So we put the power, we put the panels on top of these factories, We are coming into educational institutes soon enough. Uh, We we are meeting on a few different folks, uh, few different categories over there. And then they consume the power that is generated from our solar panel. And they pay a lesser than, they pay basically the domestic tariffs to us. They do not pay the commercial tariffs, but they pay the domestic tariffs. So from the domestic tariffs from there, then we funnel this back into our patrons, the people who bought the biscuits. right so let's say you bought a biscuit or something so then that would mean let's say you know a month from 30 units of power were generated from the amount of solar panel that you own then basically what we do is basically we pay you for that 30 bucks now there are two things that we can do from you because the thing is unlike conventional solar which generates power, you know, you can use power, right? You can, you all, all you can do is use the electricity from it. But since there's a diff, one more layer on top of it, which is a financial transaction that is happening on top, we basically end up with two options in the other end. So they pay us, they pay uh, lesser than uh, commercial tariffs to us. And then we use that money and you can, because here's the cat, you, you can either uh, put it in your bank account, like you can actually put your checking account. So that can be sort of like a savings to you. Or you can connect a utility account with our system. So basically you, you consume the power and a slab portion of it is actually paid off by us. From basically that's the money that you got from transacting your energy, right? So we can pay off that a tiny portion of it. So, and then as you keep getting more briskets, as your system gets bigger and bigger, as the amount of your catalog gets bigger and bigger, then that becomes a significant portion of your electricity bill. So basically we're offsetting a large amount of your electricity bill by doing this.
1: And then if you were to look out, you know, you're doing it now, it's working. If you were to kind of look out a decade and to think what that could look like, what what would that look like? I guess in other words, can one of you kind of let me know, like, what the big vision is for 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 this company and um, what direction you're rowing in? Sure. So uh,
2: there are two different uh, scales that we are looking at. Into one is we are looking at what's the best case scenario in terms of renewable energy generation because we need more of it, right? We need to replace more of it. So that that begins a big question about storage as well. Like, what is going to be this new future where we can actually get Storage to scale generation to scale and but that is still a part one part of the story because even today like your energy it's pretty distributed to the grid and the problem that we see with the grid is like as climate change becomes more and more drastic throughout the countries like the grid is one of the first thing that fails especially in a lot of tropical countries over here like because you have heavy rains heavy storms or you have scorching heat these are the options so Grid, fail, the grid failure is super critical to a lot of businesses and enterprises. So the, what we see is this failures are just going to get compounded because of climate change as well. So we really need to build a new energy distribution model as well. So the, we are looking into this as a complete holistic point of view where we are trying to figure out what are the better ways to generate electricity. This is where we started off with agrivoltaics, right? Because one thing you know about solar farms today is solar farms take up a lot of space, they take, consume a lot of water, they put into these extremely desolate areas or wastelands, and they take the transaction. It's really impossible for a um, low-scale, non-subsidized system for a utility owner to build without any government help, especially in countries over here in Southeast Asia and in India. So, what we are looking into is how can we bring it closer to the communities? How can we integrate it with communities? That's when we are looking. One of its a few projects we are testing right now. We have a prototype built, and we are. Building it out as uh, you're figuring out how agrivoltaics would work out. How can we do agriculture? Because if you look in a country like India, 60% of our land cover, our cover area is agriculture, farmlands. So, bringing, incorporating that brings electricity to the more local and remote, rural and remote areas, as well as it brings out, uh, it becomes that the apex of generation. They, they, these areas become the apex. Other things we are looking into is like distribution, like how can microgrids be a fundamentally different process, et cetera. Then you plug in something like biscuits and figure out how can you get a piece of all those bits, not just the solar panel, but how can you be get a bit about this distribution network? You get a bit about the generation and you get this accessibility. So this is the long-term future that we are at least right now thinking of when we have put a... A few of these things and like the, the ball has started rolling and a few of these things. But the number one thing that we need to figure out right now is figure out how can more people get access to solar. And that's where biscuits come in. The concept of biscuits come in.
1: And to make, to, to, to make that happen, to, to get more people access to solar, to make biscuits, you know, big, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll need some, you know, customers, maybe some investors, some more employees. But, but what you will definitely need above all of that is help from the forward-thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the listeners help what you're working on? Are you looking for, for customers, looking for employees, looking for investors, BD partnerships? How can the community help? Anastra, you want to go ahead? I told you, just finish it up. Uh, All right. The
2: big problem with Zoom is that you don't get the social cues. You don't know who is talking to whom. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So what we are looking at right now is, so we are going to have a closed beta right now. Like in September, hopefully we are launching our first system. And then for the next two months, we are hoping to be in the closed beta. So yeah, we are, it's still open. Like we are going to keep it open probably till mid-September. So that's like the window where we are getting in a few people. We got like quite a great response from all our, across our groups over here in India, from different communities over here. Now, while that's happening, we are also looking into some sort of seed funding. And even over there, like we have, it's pretty healthy amount of capital is being, uh, re, is being dispersed to build the systems out. So yeah, we are looking into both for in, like investors and customers. But we will, like what we think when you think about oh, a few, uh, future, you know, forward thinkers, especially is um, it would be great because they will be the great kind of customers that we would like to have in the first round because you know the kind of demographics we look into, and also we realize that people who are quite sensitive to things like climate change and all those things that's affecting us on a day-to-day basis right now so to get we need to get more young people into play we need to get more vocal people into play and i feel like this is where something like your podcast can really help because the amount of the target audience you have are also really vocal people out there
1: yeah well cool well i my, my last question is if someone wanted to like learn more about you, find you online and, and, potentially, you know, try something like this out. Um, what's your, what's the URL? Do you have an email? Um, can they find you on Twitter? How can people get in touch?
2: Yeah, we are both on Twitter and Instagram as well. Our URL is sundaygrids.com. That's sundaygrids, G-R-I-D-S, G-R-I-D-S com. Yeah. You can find us over there. You're also with the same, uh, Tag me. We are there on in Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all the places
1: you can find. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you both coming on to the podcast. Best of luck with Sunday Grids. Hey, thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you.